0: Well, I can't wait to meet our host. I hear this is only one of his beat parties. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Stay positive, the love will come back to me. Hey, I'm Harry. And this is a Christmas episode. There'll probably be more than one. There might not be more than one. I didn't know what to make an episode of. The It's late Thursday night. Kids are at their ma's. Uh, perfect time to loosen my belt. Perfect time to uh, do an episode. And so I look up what are the most, what are people looking for when they, go-to podcasts. And it was like uh, crime, true crime, and the paranormal, and uh, how to do things and travel. So I've decided to do dirty Christmas story parties and jokes. We'll get to the jokes later, depending on how long this takes. But I, I wasn't sure I was going to do an episode until I read this one story here. And I'm going to start with it. And it's way down the page. What am I on? Thoughtcatalog.com And then I'll roll up and look for the ones that were pretty good. But this one, (laughs) this one makes any Christmas party party. What was that movie? Office Christmas Party, something like that. This one is several of these are off the fucking charts. And I'm saying that now with the F-bomb because there's going to be some sexual stuff and some dirty language. And uh, think of this as an audio porn without the sound effects. Gosh, that's, is that even possible? I don't think it's anything like that. Um, so each of these stories will be quoted from one person that worked for this company and attended an office party. And I'm not gonna give out the title because I'll give it away immediately. Um, so this person worked at a Polish retirement home. Every year they have Christmas party. They hold it in the resident's party room. I guess a big meeting room that they call their parting room when they have parties. Uh, Approximately 30, late 40 to early 50s Polish women are there having a party. They work there and they're pounding vodka. This might be in Europe. Um, So much so that it was scary to some of these onlookers that weren't drinking as hard as all these Polish women. Well, it's, it's known, this party, insane things happen. Usually, several people pass out. A lot of them get drunk and compete for the attention of the one and only male, who is this crazy maintenance man who works there who gets really, really drunk at the party. And apparently, at least one person ends up crying by this witness. Well, a lot of these things happened at once in this one party. The nurses got wasted. The maintenance man, and it doesn't say if he's black or white. If it's a Polish retirement home, he's probably white. I don't know. The maintenance man got wasted. So the nurses had him sit with them at one of these big tables. And they started playing this drinking game. And they're just getting more wasted. Um, they would kiss on them and take turns making out with them. And then they would take shots, doing shots. And they would cheer, having a huge time. I'm sure the maintenance man was really enjoying it. Well, one of these women is not in on that. She's with some of the other women, drinking and just talking and and having a normal time. And she hears all this chanting at the table. And she notices one of the women is on her knees under the table, blowing the maintenance man. And then she realizes that these chanting sounds are really women yelling. And so the woman studies closer and realizes the woman under the table blowing the man is not moving at all. So one of the other women is moving in to her, but she wasn't sure what she was doing. And she figures, well, I guess she's going to help blow him. No, that's not what's happening. She grabs the woman Who's under the table by the shoulders and pulls her off the guy. The guy's dick was in, you know, she passed out on his dick, blowing him. She pulls, this woman pulls that woman off and hears this awful coughing, and the girl falls down on her back. Well, the maintenance man's dick is like full, full mast. and and waving around and he starts crying. I guess about what happened, because the girl is unconscious. The guy starts muttering something about how he almost killed her and he's crying and his dick is still out and hard and waving around. Well, the woman on the floor is coughing, but one of the other nurses starts giving her mouth to mouth (laughs) like she needs air, but she's coughing. Well, they're drunk. Well, as far as the woman could tell, the head giver passed out while giving head and choking on his dick and passed out cold from loss of air. And everyone thought she was going to die until she hit the ground and started coughing. So now someone's trying to give this woman CPR at the Christmas party to this woman who's conscious But this woman doesn't want it nor need it. So they start fighting and start wrestling on the ground. And then the chants come back up and they start again. The man with his dick out is still crying. But now he's standing over them yelling, don't fight over me with his thing still out. I guess because it was chokable and large, that's why all the women liked him. Now this is all during the day. Oh my gosh. And there are other workers on shift because the place never shuts down even for a party. So in burst some sober nurses because they hear there's this awful commotion. And someone had radioed them for help because a woman was choking on a cock. <laughs> and they burst in and yell, What the fuck? And the dude with his dick out turns around and faces them, and both scream. The both women scream and run out of the room. Good times. End quote. <laughs> ah, vodka, man, what are you gonna do? Vodka will hurt you. Well, any alcohol hurt you? I don't drink, so I I, I know it will. It doesn't me though. Um, I haven't read any below these, so I'm going to read them. And they may suck, but when have I done a perfect episode? In my mind, none of them are. Um, people like them. That's not a lot of people. It's okay though. Um, this person worked in a warehouse for a while, and they had awards nights regularly, I guess to m- boost employee morale and on awards night everyone would drink and then uh the stupid awards were handed out and some of them were like driver of the year for the person who had the worst forklift accident or who crashed a work car stuff like that um turns out someone was caught doing lines with the boss off his desk and that it happened to every party. Uh, some married coworkers were found banging in the car park. And they had forklift races in the aisles of the warehouse. Driven by men who were hammered. They would use the forklifts to lift each other to the roof of the warehouse. Uh, this person ends his story with, I don't miss this job, but I sure miss the parties. Well, everybody loves a good party when people get hammered. I mean, I've seen it. I've I've seen the ridiculousness. Mardi Gras is about beyond. You know, I can't top the wild stuff I saw at Mardi Gras. But I'm not going to get into that. I may have done an episode about that already. So here at this job, Christmas party. A group of girls pre gamed the Christmas party pretty hard, meaning they drank before they went. They show up wearing prom dresses, and 20 minutes later, the most smashed of the girls is out back with her prom dress hiked up above her waist, panties at her knees, bent over, taking it from some man. This set the tone for the rest of the night. (laughs) Marriages were unintentionally put on hold so drunken co-workers to gain carnal knowledge of each other at these parties. Many walks of shame occurred the following day at work. God, people just can't control themselves, can they? Um, this was short and sweet. Somehow my supervisor and I end up on the couch in the basement of another co-worker's Christmas party watching demon porn. That's just weird. I've never seen demon porn. Seems... It seems disturbing. <laughs> In a, you know, say you see that and you never get it out of your mind and then you start dreaming about it. God, it it would just be awful. Okay, so... A CEO secretary got really wasted at a party, go figure, and started fooling around with three different co-workers, threw up, slipped in her own vomit, got her clothes covered with her own vomit, and decided the best course of action was to just take it all off. So she strolled around the party with just a bra and a skirt on. She also lost her keys. That's kind of tame, just in her bra and panties you know she wasn't naked getting railed over the uh uh assembly line <laughs> okay used to work as a press man in an old school magazine poster print house where the print side is mostly male and the post-treatment side was mostly female and for the most part over 50. Well, press men are traditionally very keen on getting their drink on. And this is Finland in the 90s, whatever that means. Anywhere in Europe and any time means lots of drinking, probably drugs, and probably a lot of you know cheating, but that's probably everywhere. It's probably in the US too. You, they're just, it's just more hidden, maybe. Well, the pressmen are keen on getting drunk. Is Well, suffice to say, there were always loads of drunk people at their events, some of them not even working there. Most parties were disbanded after a few wrestling bouts, though. It was usually around the third or so round of playful tests of strength that someone got angry for real and then fights started. I have no idea why, but they were always wrestling, these guys in their 40s and 50s, drunk as hell, wrestling. Always some groping, but those ladies had been around these guys for a while, like decades, so they just took care of it, slapped them off or told them off or used the commanding tone, blue-collar working women sometimes develop a harsh, gee, damn it, Tim, behave, which calmed them down for at least 10 minutes. Okay, another story. A few years ago, the woman worked at a small company, and there was a long-standing rumor that while at a gathering at the CEO's house, one of the ladies in finance was caught giving the CEO head by the CFO, and it was all swept under the carpet. Needless to say, everyone who worked there was aware, unquote, of this story. Well, fast forward to the Christmas meal about a year after this event apparently took place. One of the more bold, Office girl started making drunken, lewd comments, saying stuff like, Ooh, keep an eye on them two, can't be trusted alone, etc., etc. As the night went on, the comments continued, and uh, everyone was getting hammered after the meal. Towards the end of the night, the accused blowjob giver dives across the table, knocking glasses everywhere with a knife at the girl who'd been making all these comments all night. And this woman that dove at her with a knife was saying, I'm going to slit your throat. This was in front of a lot of people. (laughs) The office manager restrained her, told her to go home and sober up, and they talk about it Monday. She continued working there. Both of them did. And so they thought, this was a pretty nice home care company Christmas meal. So all these people worked at a home care company. That's probably where the most weird people, the nicest and the weirdest probably. Because the nice people want to help and the weirdos just, I don't know, you see weird stuff at these homes. Everybody's been to them or had a relative in them. This person used to work for a big bank in Australia, and they had an office party one year, and one young fellow who had never drank before decided it was time. Well, the problem was he drained a fifth of vodka in the car park. 30 minutes later, and he is hardly telling the national manager what he really thinks about him. The national manager eventually took a swing at the kid and was dragged off by his wife. The young drunk fellow then announced to everyone that he was gay, therefore this was a hate crime, and then he vomited all over the buffet. (laughs) Okay, so other people are cleaning it up, and Vodka Boy disappears. A few minutes later, he reappears naked, screaming, running through the party, party, and he's covered in his own vomit. He ran straight through a closed glass door and off into the night. The next morning, they found him naked, asleep in a shopping cart in the staff car parking lot at work, which was about 10 kilometers from where the party was. Holy cow, that dude cannot handle his liquor. He was fired, but not charged with anything last time he had been heard from, he had just passed the bar exam. These are Christmas parties, by the way. These aren't New Year's Eve parties when these kind of things should or usually happen. Uh, What are the parties? Fourth of July, maybe. But it's so hot, you have to be indoors. Depends on where you are. Um... Oh, this is in my neck of the woods. So this person worked for a now-closed restaurant in Louisiana. I'm in Mississippi, by the way. They had a regional Christmas party at some place where they hold large wedding receptions. Probably a nice place. Everyone got one or two drink tickets. Some stores didn't want them, so people from our store gladly accepted them. Uh, Quote, we were... We were like the fucking drunken black sheep squadron there. All of us precedingly got inappropriately drunk. Fast forward some time. My friend and I get bored and go out for a smoke. We run into our manager and a waitress outside. They tell us they have a joint and we go to our manager's town car and smoke it up. Then the Coke comes out. My buddy and I are in back seat, and we pass on the Coke. A minute later... Coke is put away and manager's dick is out and the waitresses giving him head. <laughs> we do this awkward thing where we kind of wait, but, well, we feel like we're in a porno and we quietly get out of the car and go back to the party. Quote, good times. <laughs> All right. This new story, we bought our boss sexy santa lingerie as a gag gift she tried it on in front of us and proceeded to do a strip tease dancing all the while screaming at how her husband was going to love this the woman's 54 of course i'm 54 i don't look old but i feel old um the employee who was telling the story works at the call center she's a female she's 16 year old at the time and my answer to this was I did not particularly enjoy it. She was 16 years old working at an office in Louisiana? Yeah, maybe. A new story last year's work Christmas party. One woman who was known for her drinking overdrank. She came to sit at the table I was at and proceeded to sit down where there was no chair. And she landed flat on her ass. Later that night, she was grinding on one of the boss's girlfriends and apparently tried to talk the boss and his girl into a three-way. She's still confused as to why she didn't get the promotion she was going for that year. Because that would have granted her a credit card and taking clients to dinner. Uh, she didn't get naked. I mean, she just got drunk and ground on somebody and asked for a three-way. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this person was working for a large Canadian telecom company. Their office was downtown in a major city, and they liked to go out for drinks and food after work. One night, they ended up with a group that included three of their bosses and new assistants, And two colleagues who had the same position as myself. After hours of clubbing, we realized the last of the buses, public buses, were gone and it was cold out. The girls were wearing dresses and the guys were wearing suits. Not the best attire for Canadian winter nights. One of the managers suggested we go back to our office and keep the party going. So this wasn't an official Christmas party. Well, I was pretty drunk, so I laid down on one of the lobby couches when we arrived and fell asleep. I was awoken by a sobbing receptionist. She had started dating one of the managers and came by the office because a friend of hers told her he was still there. I looked up to see what was so upsetting, and right through the floor-to-glass ceiling walls are the or two of the managers, one of which was her boyfriend, double-teaming the new assistant on the conference table. On the table, in full sight, through glass. Uh, I went back to sleep. I left in the morning before staff came in, and I never went back. I didn't even quit. I didn't tell anyone what happened. I just stopped answering my phone and emails and found another job. I didn't want to get caught up in the impending HR shit show. Hmm. Here's a short and crass one. My asshole manager getting drunk as fuck and on the dance floor grinding from behind through one whole dance song on the owner's drunk wife in front of the owner. The whole party was small and consisted of maybe 46 people. Everyone froze and was mortified at... Him doing that. Oh, this was posted by original clown herpes. I imagine that's just a uh, posting name in thought catalog. Hey, it might be real. I don't know. Okay, there's the CPR on the uh, choked herself unconscious woman. Mm, I used to work at a bank. We had a little potluck for Christmas. Long story short, about two hours later, someone shit in the bathroom and literally smeared it all over the bathroom stall and the wall and the stall door handle and the toilet sensor, everywhere. It looked like a XXL Hershey bar stepped on IED. <laughs> we never did catch the poop bandit. Legend says he's still out there ravaging latrines of financial institutions still this day. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh man. I do have dirty uh Christmas jokes somewhere. Okay, first Christmas party at the tech set startup. I go to the bathroom towards the end of the night, realize mid piss that the sounds coming from the stall next to mine are the CTO and his wife going at it. I step out of the stall and the CEO and some sales guy are doing lines. CEO sees me and shouts, hey, it's Jared. Well, my name is not Jared. He called me Jared for almost six months after that until I pulled him aside and corrected him. Fun times. (laughs) Mid piss. Uh, Man, these business people like to party. I worked at Maca's and we had a work party. Some of the crew volunteered to run the night shift while the rest of us went 10 pin bowling and drinking scrumpies, whatever that is. I was a manager, so I got to see the camera footage the next day. It, <laughs> the footage was of me walking around the restaurant and kitchen with my pants down, shaping my balls to look like a brain and making people look at it. <laughs> there were also brown eyes and squashed rats which is where you press your dick and balls up against the glass. <laughs> that was me in the drive through window. I woke up horrified and knew I'd probably be in trouble. There was a small fallout, but I did not get fired, and no one complained. My punishment was to wash car windows as they went through the drive through on my day off and donate tips to the Ronald McDonald House Charity. Uh, I don't know what macas is. <laughs> Brown eyes and- dead rats oh my god okay only if you've seen the movie Waiting an early Ryan Reynolds movie it had several known actress actresses in it not a lot but some and they did they did the uh, balls shaped into things like the bat and the uh, Abraham Lincoln and, uh, 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 I can't, I can't think of the rest of them, but what they did was they do it. And then you'd to where that you didn't see. And then like, suddenly you see it and you're caught and then they could punish you. Uh, people are screwed up. So, uh, in Wisconsin, we had a Mardi Gras themed holiday party. Oh, I bet it was really like Mardi Gras. And one day, deciding to bring, I decided to, well, no, this one guy decided to bring his saxophone and be, quote, jazz man. Well, he showed up as jazz man in blackface. (laughs) Luckily, we're in rural Wisconsin, and no one in the company was black. So, everyone just got really drunk, and everyone just called him an idiot. Uh... This person at their Macabajones, Macabajones, that's their name, uh, saw a drunk dude giving a handy under the table to another drunk dude, but both of them were straight during the day when they weren't drunk. Hmm, inquiring minds want to know. Not my mind. Okay, at this uh, Christmas party, a guy took his shit in the toilet. And instead of flushing it, he grabbed the wet vac and (laughs) vacuumed it back up. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'm saving water. I just wet vaced up my turds. Okay, this one says, in my last job, we had parties every few months and the company was gender-sorted. The engineers were all male, and the HR staff was all female. The boss was French. Did I say the boss was French? So once we went out to a shooting range, and the boss locked himself in some building at the range with all of the HR staff while all the men went shooting. The girls were too shy to shoot, when men were watching or they didn't want to shoot was their excuse. Well, someone finally decided to do the sensible thing and found a spare key and went into the locked room and discovered 15 HR women and the French boss having an orgy. Uh, That was the end of the company. And it was also the end of several marriages apparently. You French people. Okay, at this party, uh, they it was just simple. They went out for drinks with coworkers after uh, service. It was a lunch focused restaurant, so I guess it was a lunch place where they work. Well, they went out for drinks. And by the end of the night, one of the cashiers had gotten so drunk that she squirted her lactation onto me from across the table. <laughs> so she must have had a baby at home and was lactating. And uh, yeah, you know, the only, I saw someone breastfeeding in public, where was a God, what? It was very recent, in a public place. I don't know. I don't remember now. The only lactation story I have was when I was in, uh, it was the last day or the day before our last, it was the day before our last day in Costa Rica. And we had a couple who was from here who lived down there. And that's where we stayed for five weeks for a honeymoon. It was a year after getting married. And uh, a friend of our hosts owned a bar. And he was American and had a Costa Rican wife or girlfriend, or whatever. And he had all beautiful Costa Rican young women working for him as uh, waitresses. So we went there to eat lunch, our last day there. And a gorgeous Costa Rican young woman, they had black, they always wore black T-shirts and black shorts. And where her nipples were were these big round white splotches because and she was obviously carrying milk because she was she she was carrying milk let's just say she was she had a baby somewhere but she had just two milky silver dollars you know right over where her nipples would be under that black shirt and uh, she, I don't know if she knew it or not. I don't know if she cared or not. We, I mean, we didn't care. You know, it was just something that you chuckled about later. That's my lactation story. You're welcome. Okay, enough of this shit. Where was I seeing the Christmas jokes? Okay, it was before that, before that. I was looking up Christmas horror stories, but it's just movies. Okay, it ain't on that page. Bang! let's go to this page. Go back. So, we'll go to this page. Oh, this is where I saw the uh, strange Christmas stories from the travel. And some of them were stupid, but they're interesting. Let's shift gears. They're interesting, uh, worldly, uh, obscure Christmas traditions. The first one's in the Ukraine. Uh, They have a piece of folklore about the legend of the Christmas spider, where a woman and her children live in a house in poverty, and in their home, a tree grew up through the floor. And on Christmas Eve, the tree was covered in spider webs, and when they woke up Christmas Day... The spider webs have turned to silver and gold. Who makes up these stories? And so people in the Ukraine now decorate their trees with spider webs and spider web ornaments and things of that nature for good luck. Uh, in Iceland, they have the Yule cat, and it's not a cute little kitty or like someone's house cat or an alley cat. It's a uh, Ferocious creature that wanders around the Christmas season at night and eats anyone who hasn't gotten new clothes to wear for Christmas Eve. That's really specific. That is really specific. That is so strange. Uh, In many countries, there is Santa Claus. You know, does the whole gifts for kids around the world thing. He likes milk and cookies. But in Austria, there is a more unusual figure associated with... Oh, I know about this guy, Krampus. Krampus is the... Uh, Krampus is this mythical monster. This green mythical lizard monster monster upright thing that uh, punishes children if they've been bad. It's an Eastern European thing, including Austria. I once, when I still lived in my old neighborhood where I grew up, I'd moved back to raise my kids there, and then the HOA went nuts over the lake. And the feud started between the uh, brother and sister I grew up with who had the deed to the lake, it was like a fifty acre lake, maybe a little less, and the records of paying taxes on said lake since it was dug in the I think late nineteen thirties and their aunt, through marriage to their uncle, ran the h o a for decades and did what she whatever she wanted, and she was going to control that lake, and they were like, Nope, you're not, and she wouldn't do it she she wouldn't try to control the lake while their mom was alive, but when she died, it all changed. And I got involved because I knew everyone there, and I didn't like the injustice. And it got so bad, I lived two doors down from uh, the evil aunt. And I was bitching to my uh, neighbor here where I live now. He said, I'll sell you two acres of land. You can build a home. And that's what I ended up doing, actually. But I had found some Krampus Christmas cards that I was going to mail to her. (laughs) <laughs> I probably wouldn't even get it. Uh, I do know whenever I came home from coming up here and checking on the pro- progress of the building, I would pick up nails all around the house up here. You know, bent uh, bent uh, 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 framing nails and, you know, roof tacks and all those things. And I'd, get, I'd, I'd pick up like a handful. And when I drove home, I'd go by their driveway before getting to my house the evil aunt, and I would throw these nails down her driveway. It was a hill going down to the house and pretend like it ever happened. Okay, here's a really weird tradition. It is very specific. It is in Catalonia, Spain. It's called Tio de Nadal. It's like Uncle... Uncle Christmas? I'm not sure. But, uh... Maybe Teodadal is a hollow log. This is a small hollow log that people put in their homes during Christmas. And uh, some people just put the log there. Some people put the log up on the stand. Some people paint their logs. Some people leave their log plain. Some have real logs. Some have fake logs. But it's about a hollow log. And either on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, families give kids a stick or the family member does it and pokes up the bottom of the... No, they hit the side of the log and sing songs and they refer to the log as the poop log. Yes, I said that in plain English. The poop log. And they beat on it with a stick until presents and candy fall out. Sometimes the children are in the room. Sometimes they're not. But that's what they do. It looks like the presents and candy magically fell out of the poop log. That's so weird. People are so weird. And I I see it way too much. I saw the weirdest guy in FedEx today. Oh, my God. My daughter and I were like, what do you think he's mailing And I was like, I think he's mailing uh, fake wreaths. He had these big boxes. Or fake leaves and vines or some kind of weird fake decor. That he's just so, it took him 30 minutes to mail out these things. He was all worried, are you going to tape the box? Are you going to tape the box? little short uh, gray ponytail dude. I could have picked him up with one hand and dipped him in a gallon of paint and used his head as a brush on the wall and painted Krampus is coming. Okay, this is in Japan. (laughs) Uh, Many families have a tradition of getting together on holidays like Christmas and enjoying a meal. Whether it's turkey or ham or a secret family recipe, I think we're doing a lamb. uh, They enjoy dinner together as a huge part of the holidays for the families. Well, in Japan, they do it a little differently, but it's very popular. So what's the special meal that they do differently? Kentucky Fried Chicken, of course. In the 1970s, Kentucky Fried Chicken hit Japan, and they put out this big ad campaign during the winter called Kentucky for Christmas. They don't do that here. And so during Christmas, KFC sells a special range of family dinners meant for the holidays. Oh my God, fast food fried chicken is what you want. I'd I'd, I'd say, where's the sushi? I want fresh fish. I want fresh, raw fish and pickled ginger. And I want it now with my ponzu sauce. Okay, in Germany, they have... (laughs) I've got to tell a friend about this. They have the Christmas pickle. No, it's not the Christmas zucchini. Don't be stupid. No, it's not the Christmas pumpkin. That's ridiculous. It's the Christmas pickle. Now, around the world, people use decorations for their tree, color schemes and whatnot, ornaments. Germany, they have that, but they also have a pickle. It is tradition in Germany to hide a pickle or a pickle ornament in your Christmas tree somewhere deep within the branches. And on Christmas Eve, the children search the tree for the pickle like they haven't looked for it before. I guess you got to put it in and then say, hey, go find it. Good luck. Well, it's green and your tree is green unless you're a weirdo with a white tree or a red fake tree or whatever. So, tree. Oh my gosh, I've got my... Didn't even think about you hear the ice? There's so much ice in here, it won't rattle. Uh, My Arizona green tree. That's what I drink for Christmas and every other day of the year. Oh, my gosh. That's so good. Okay, okay, okay. So, why the pickle? Um, Whoever finds the pickle gets a special reward from St. Nicholas himself. And today, people still keep this tradition going with their tree. When did they start? Hmm, and I would eat this because why not? In South Africa, they have this little thing they do. Now, around the world, you have special foods that are slightly strange. In the United States, I'm just gonna throw a few out there. Some are good and some that are not good. Chitlins are not good. Fried, they're passable. Boiled, they taste like shit because it's pig intestines. But uh, we eat a lot of crustaceans, you know, shrimp, obviously. But in the south, especially Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi, maybe Alabama, crawfish. Oh, man, they're spicy, they're hot it's kind of like shrimp it's a little different it's so good you know that's weird uh fair food fair food is weird you know you can get a uh glazed donut cheeseburger with everything on it meaning ketchup lettuce tomato mustard pickles whatever onions hopefully i love onions on with meat burgers steaks blah 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 um but in South Africa, there's one unusual food. There's probably a thousand unusual foods, just like Asia, uh, that they eat during Christmas. It's fried. It's delicious. It's a caterpillar. On Christmas Day, people in South Africa eat deep fried caterpillars. I wonder if they're big. I wonder if they ever had a katapa. Uh, a deep-fried catalpa, those are big, thick worms. Or a tobacco worm, that's a big, thick, juicy worm. Deep-fried, mmm. Yeah, think about it. We fry catfish, chicken, uh, pork chops. Okay. In the U.S., in the winter, in colder climates, people like to turn the heat up and stay cozy. Duh, they want to survive. If you're lucky enough to live somewhere with a fireplace in your home like me, winter's a great time to light up a fire and watch it glow. I do. But even if you're not lucky enough to have a fireplace, you can always watch it on your TV. Oh, I get it. The Tv the the, the fireplace app. Yeah. I guess if you lived in a city in a tower, maybe but you're probably watching uh, French HR porn or who knows what you're doing in cities. You, You people in cities, by the way, the big cities, God bless you for being humans on earth, but I think you are detached from nature, would not know what to do in nature, would not know how to plant and garden and reap your own food nor hunt and kill and process your own food. You rely on other people for everything, except maybe making your own money, which you have to spend most of on rent. Uh, You know, I love you. I don't feel for you whatsoever. I think you're the closest thing to aliens on this planet. And if you're watching a fireplace on TV, you might be an alien on this planet. Might not know what a well, you might know what a fire is. Could you start one okay for many countries, the pine tree is the traditional Christmas tree, not here actually you know in the south, it used to be before Christmas tree farms. you went out and got a eastern red cedar, and it was not good for heavy ornaments to hang because it was thin limbs coming out lateral lateral and they they They'd, they'd weep, as they say. Well, whether you're into real... I'm going to go over. I need to hurry up. Uh, whether you're into real trees or fake trees in the living room, getting decorated, having gifts under them, in New Zealand, they have a completely different kind of tree. The Pohutukawa tree blooms bright red flowers during December and January, um, which is actually... The summertime of their world because it's in the lower hemisphere but christmas is still celebrated it's just in summer down there but the tree has important roots in the maori mythology those are the natives to new zealand and it's bright red blooms and green leaves are a symbol of christmas across new zealand i wonder if that's the same as our our little uh what are these little indoor weepy little succulent trees with the pink red blooms. I wonder if that's the Pohutakawa. I don't know. I wonder if you could even cut one down in New Zealand and put it in your house. Maybe you just have to grow one in your yard. Last one, and I'm going to bowl it out. Miniculture Santa Claus is the person who travels around the world and delivers gifts to deserving young boys and girls on Christmas Eve. But it would also be Christmas morning between noon and 5 a.m. Because it's a huge planet and he's got a lot of travel to do. He will not be done by midnight. Kids are told to be good because Santa is watching them. Just like your Uncle Larry. And he will know if you are behaving. Christmas morning, good kids get rewards from this Santa Claus. But in Italy, there's someone else who delivers gifts. It's creepy Uncle Ernie. No, I'm just kidding. It's Befana. It's the name of a witch in Italy who is said to travel around Italy on Epiphany Eve, January 5th, to deliver gifts to children all over the country of Italy. If the children were good, their socks are filled with candy and gifts and toe jams. If they're bad, they get coal, which helps heat their homes in the north. And that's it, people. Christmas is still two weeks and three days away. Is that right? It's only Thursday night. No. Yeah, it's Thursday night. I just watched a football game at my friend's house. Duh. Gosh, when you just do, when when you're lucky enough to be able to do a lot of different things, you don't get caught in the monotony of a day. You know you you do work at this time of the day. You do chores in this time of the day. You sprinkle in little chores and things you need to do in between or the things you want to do. And then you have your you time. Huh? Hopefully all of you get more you time for Christmas. That's what the holidays are for. Hopefully all you people don't get so hammered at your work party that you smear feces all over the bathroom, molest the underaged uh, uh, person that works the front desk, go off on your boss, and then screw his wife in the uh, mop closet. And then come out naked and walk around with a boner like, hey, uh, what time is it? Why am I naked? Why have I got a boner? Why is there? No, I'm not going to go that far. Anyway. It's Christmas season. It's also deer season. You need to get out there and get you a deer, people. Clean it yourself. Give the skin, if you can get it off in of one piece, like I can, to someone that could use it. Make a rug. Make a chair bottom like my neighbor. Trying to get into the ducks. It's just, they're not down here. There's no water. It's crazy. Um, I sent out Christmas cards. No one I know, I think, listens to my podcast anymore. They're probably over it. Um, I've long known that some percentage of my friends, so-called friends, tire of me because I'm who I am or whatever I do or because of my background or where I come from. It's not a racial thing. Um... You know, what are you going to do? Who cares? I'm going to be the nicest person I can be. And I want you to do the same to your family, to your friends. Make new friends. Strangers in the store. Don't get all out of shape because you have to stand in line and then you snap at the person at the counter. Everyone's trying to do their best and enjoy life. And a lot of people don't. So you need to enjoy life and help other people enjoy life. And you need to drink a little less alcohol and a little more green tea. Because it's good for you. And you need to live a long time so you can see all the crazy things that happen. Oh my gosh. I'm, I say I, I I don't get shocked anymore. I say that. You know, nothing catches me unaware or stuns me. But occasionally things do. <laughs> Not much. I mean, it's really rare now. I guess when you live a lot of life and move around and have kids and do all these things, uh, you know, you just nothing shocking, as uh, Perry Farrell sings in his one of his bands. He has two. He probably still surfs. I don't. I think about it a lot, but that's okay. Anyway, you know the drill if you've listened to any end of my uh, podcasts. And I just want, for this Christmas season, maybe I'll get another one in before Christmas, another podcast. But I want you all to have a nice, huge, fluffy, red, velveteen, pillow like a body pillow that you can like curl up on and put put between your knees so your knees don't touch together. I got long bony legs, so I have to put that there so it's comfortable when I slip away into my slumbers. But uh I hope on your red velveteen, smooth, silky uh body pillow that it has written Or printed, or sewn, or embroidered across the whole length of it. Peace.